or a hundred percent of the event is never is never organized there's always problems you have to solve at the last minute as as well just things that you can prepare for and things you can't prepare for um so you just work through those those situations and those problems um it's interesting having a group of different people together because each person has the potential to solve a problem in a different way. So that means if you do have problems, you have a lot of potential solutions to those problems. And you will also have the people who don't see the problems as problems. <laughs> yeah, the people who are like, hey, what's the problem? You know, we'll just so there's there's no chairs. We'll just do it without chairs. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think you get to see a little bit of the future when you see people's reactions like that. You get to see people who take it seriously and take the responsibility, and you get to see people who who don't. And this this is a window into the future. Well. Most of them probably have never had the opportunity to have any responsibility. So um, it's probably just a a reaction to their to the to the fact that they they can't do what they want to do. So. Um, You know, those those people who are the loudest in the classroom are the people who are the quietest at home. So uh, that's something else to remember. They're loud because they need, they need to compensate for the fact that they don't get... Yeah, yeah, they don't get any attention at home, so they have to be loud at school so they get some attention. There's no balance in their lives. So um, um, this is usually very visible in school environments because there's no escape <laughs> you know you're here you're you're all in one room together and you can all see each other all of the time it's it's uh it's like the perfect prison yeah well, there's no there's no escape i mean everybody needs privacy and the school has no privacy and that's crazy um it's like peer review social control everybody's watching everybody all of the time and there's nothing more uncomfortable than not having any time or space to yourself and knowing that everyone's watching you in fact the definition of a perfect prison is the fact that you have nowhere to hide that's the definition and it was designed there was a something called the uh, panopticon the Panopticon was the perfect prison. It was designed, I think, about 150 years ago. And it was, how can you build a building so that there was no space for anyone to hide and everyone could see everyone all of the time? It was basically built in a circle so that everyone was facing everyone else, so that nobody had any privacy. Um, and a school is just a classic example of that, where... You can only grow when you have time to think, but you can't have time to yourself to think when you're in a room with a bunch of monkeys, right? 
who are noisy and irritating and frustrating and uh, and restless and always playing with things and and people who can't sit still for two seconds. It's a prison. It's the same thing in a prison. In the prison you have to ask to go to the toilet. You get your you can only have food at special times. Food's usually bad. <laughs> it's a it's a prison system. Um so yeah, it's if I was going to create the perfect social experiment to study human behavior. I would put 20 to 30 people in one room. That's what I would do. I would give them all the same things, the same books, the same chairs, the same tables or desks, the, the same teacher, same information. And then I would observe what happened. That would be the perfect scientific experiment. And so, yeah, schools resemble the perfect scientific experiment. The only thing that is not there so far is a camera in every classroom. Mm -hmm. But we can, yeah, we can imagine in five or ten years that there will Yeah, eventually there will be a camera in every classroom so that some master controller observer can uh, can can see everything all of the time. And it might not be a bad thing. Uh, this is crazy, right? But it might not be a bad thing because all those people who do all those really annoying things in class, well, they're going to be a bit self-conscious because there's a camera filming everything they do they can't do anything behind the teacher's back they can't do anything uh you know they can't really throw anything at anybody because everything's being filmed um they they if there's a, there's a microphone attached to the camera it's gonna it's gonna hear whatever every yeah yeah i mean it's it's protection for the teacher which i think is a, is a great thing the only trouble is and and who would not want that Here's the key question. Who would not want that? What kind of teacher would not want that support or protection? A bad teacher. Because then you would have a recording of the bad lessons and the bad classes. So you will find that a lot of teachers and teaching unions don't want cameras in the classroom because they're scared that people will see how bad the quality of education is. Because then the parents can say, okay, show me the lesson, show me the class, show me what happened. And it will be, it will be power for the parents and for the, for, for the good people within the system. And in public, and the school is basically a public situation, there's no privacy, right? That's what it means in public. In public, where there's no expectation of privacy, you should have a right to film everything because it's in public. And I think 
that that's a good thing. In the past, I was a bit worried about, you know, privacy and security and things. And now I see that if you just record everything and put everything out in the open, essentially nothing bad is going to happen. Because the only reason that things get recorded is to uh, to stop bad things happening. And I don't agree with that. There's an argument where if you do nothing wrong, then you should not be worried. I don't agree with that. I think that's a terrible argument. Um, what I do agree with is it's nice to know that it's not just your word against somebody else's word. Because there's nothing more silly and stupid and ridiculous than he said that. No, I didn't. And you've just got word against word and two people arguing and you you just don't know, right? You don't know what the truth was. You don't know who you can probably get proof, proof, the evidence. Yeah. And you can just go to the camera and you can get the evidence and the evidence will solve the problem and problem solved. And so it's, I think in in public, it's only criminals that would not want things to be filmed. Only people doing bad things. And I think that 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 in in general is is a good thing because you can't expect normal behavior when you put twenty to thirty people in in one space what's normal behavior it's not normal you can't expect everyone to be happy when when you do that you can't expect everyone to be happy because there'll be people who don't want to be there naturally so you need to you need to give the good students some kind of security because it's not good students that cause problems in general it's the bad students and good students are just, they've got no support. It's just like, oh, God, they're doing it again. Oh, oh Jesus Christ, you know, he's making monkey noises <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And if, you, if you've got the camera, you can, you can make a real complaint. And it's not just somebody's word against somebody's word. And uh, basic, basically, I, th I think that's a good thing. And... I've realized that more and more with the more I record my work. The more I record my work, the more I get to analyze what I do, the better I can become at what I do. I go through what I can go through, which might not be a lot. <laughs> it might be in, in maybe in one week I will record 20 sessions and I will go through maybe two or three of them. And uh, then, you know, look at what is good and what is bad within them. It is the first 500 times. Yeah. Well, like I used to work in music. I've been in groups and I used to sing. And I, th th there, there does not exist a singer in the world who likes the sound of their own voice. It does not, it does not exist. And if there is a singer who likes the sound of his own voice, he's probably terrible because his ego is so big. He or she, whatever. Um, you get used to it eventually. 
because you have to. Um, and it's the only way to get better. The only way to get better is listen to yourself and go, okay, why is that? Why does that sound? I don't know, why does that sound flat? Why, do, why does that sound bad? And everybody's voice is different and some people have, everybody has a different style that they can use and you, you, you work with what you have, right? You work with what you have. So, um, yeah, and if you listen to, your, my God, if you listen to yourself and you don't like yourself, or you think that your voice has no energy in it, or you're boring, or uh, it's just not interesting. If it's not interesting for you and it's your voice, what's it like for other people? Right? I mean, that must that must be terrible for other people. Right? <laughs> so, 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 so that's a sign that you need to work on that and. It's very true that if I listen to recordings of myself, which I have some from years and years ago, there's a big difference between how I communicate now and how I communicated maybe 10 years ago. I I know that I don't have... There are different elements of speech that you can use to really um, make a difference to what you say. Um, there's volume of what you say. There's the pitch, the tone, or, or, or intonation. There's the speed of how you speak. And being Scottish, I don't have a very melodious voice, like an American accent. It was wee 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 wee. <laughs> um, it, it it it's it's very variable, and and also a lot of people talk fast. But talking fast is. basically disrespectful to the listener. But people think that they have to communicate everything quickly because they only have a short period of time. Or I, I don't know why people in general talk fast. It's like you watch any live TV or listen to any live radio and people just talk, 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 talk. And a lot of the message is destroyed when people speak quickly. So I realized I don't have a very melodious voice, so I have to use the other elements. I have to use um, intonation. I have to use speed. I have to use rhythm and pattern. I have to emphasize certain words. Sometimes I speak very quietly. And so, um, and, and spe speaking quietly causes people to to focus because you have to focus and listen more to, to what a person is saying. So, um, and this, these are things that they, they teach a very good radio present. There are people who are fantastic to listen to people's voices are just, um, 
who's that Morgan Freeman uh, actor his voice is incredible and a lot of these actors have worked very hard to make their voices great they they understand the need to emphasize certain words and sentences and I know myself I've done reading of certain texts and I go back and I just I'm just like oh no <coughs> like I was listening to I have over 600 videos on my YouTube channel and I went and I went back and listened to something I did about five years ago five six years ago and I thought oh my god that's terrible And I just thought that I read that in, I read that so lifelessly. There was no energy in it. There was, and I can I, I can understand why nobody would ever want to listen to that because it wasn't very good, to be honest. <laughs> so um, now, hopefully, I can I I, I can make um, make make a better presentation of things. It's also interesting because you get to study the differences between you know, reading uh, a script and communicating in a real way. And if you want to make a great presentation, you almost always have to throw away your script. Almost always. Oh, you can stand up and read the script. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's not going to be great. It's not going to be as clear and as thoughtful and as passionate as being natural, being you, being yourself. And it's almost like when you read some when you read a script from a page. It's almost like you're presenting the page it's not you it's the page but when you're using the words from your mind it's it, it's it, it, it's much more real for the for the listener and being real is the most important thing in any kind of presentation other people would tell you appearing real <laughs> is the most important thing in any kind of presentation. There are a lot of people who appear to be real, but are not actually real. Yeah, it's classic political speech, right? Anything that Barack Obama has ever said in any political speech is the appearance of reality. <laughs>